Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. We are bringing you the Matt Mosley Show right here on ESPN Central Texas. We love uh, doing this on a daily basis. And so today we'll have two really quick hours and got a lot to talk about. We got chilling with Quillen, of course, Curtis Quillen, sports director at Channel 6, all sorts of things that Curtis will want to bring to the table. Aaron, I, I, in all my haste and all my uh, excitement over all the the baseball and softball that's been going on, I mean, I don't even think I was talking about China Spring yesterday. I mean, there's just so much. Central Texas, I mean, generally, Aaron, you get to this time of the year when you're, you've got state playoffs going, softball, baseball's about to happen, and... It, you feel like you just, you know, you got a couple of schools you need to mention. And in this instance, Central Texas has had like five or six schools in the mix down the stretch here. So lots of fun stuff. Um, Bosqueville will uh, uh, go at it again with uh, Valley Mills. That'll be at Baylor Ballpark. Same time, same bat channel. ESPN Central Texas, 645 uh, pregame, 7 on the call. Tom Barfield will have that. Uh, Bar- Tom will uh, join us for a little preview, and uh, he'll be in place out there at the Baylor Ballpark, and so that'll be uh, that'll be nice. That'll happen at about five thirty-five this afternoon, and at five o'clock, we will have Mac Rhodes. Now, the good news is I've been around Mac when he's hiring a football coach, and you don't. You don't really hear from him for a pretty good amount of time. And so I really am appreciative because when he gets in the bunker, he gets in the bunker. Uh, I, I like the fact that we're going to have Mac on today and uh, got several questions for him about this baseball program, um, you know, stories and, and reports that players are in the portal right now uh, and just kind of basically a state of the program address as well as some News coming out of the Big 12 meetings today that we need to uh, we need to talk to Mac about. I think the AD portion of those meetings wrapped up. I believe it was yesterday, and so we'll uh, we'll check in with Mac and see what's on his mind and what uh, what he can uh, share with us as far as uh, now. Aaron, one thing I want you to do throughout the day, and you're probably already doing this, but keep the Keep the ESPN.com or whatever it is you want to use, and let's keep everybody updated. You know, softball, baseball, um, the uh, the the big the college baseball regionals are off and running, and I'm even seeing some scores. Some games have already come to completion. Last I saw, the Aggies had a six-one lead over Oral, Oral Roberts. I noticed that Tennessee had a star player. That was out of the game today. Their starting catcher was not playing. Wake Forest 
tried a valiant comeback, but could not come overcome what UConn did. UConn scored late, and I believe won that ball game eight to seven. So, Aaron, um, let's. Uh, what I'll do is kind of go to our newsroom occasionally. And if you want to utilize the breaking news sounder, if there's like the end of the game or something big has happened, I'm fine with you breaking in. But let's remember, we've got A&M was the first game down there. We've got so many different folks involved. TCU, of course, is involved in that regional. Uh, we'll be kind of monitoring what uh, Dallas Baptist is up to there in that Texas, University of Texas is hosting a regional uh, Oklahoma State is out there doing doing uh, doing its thing, and and then at the same time, of course, we got a bunch of we got the softball World Series to to kind of monitor and see what's going on with that. Aaron, I would say that I, I I'm sure the Big Twelve has sent this many people before, but I mean, it, it, you may know this off the top of your head, Aaron, but that's pretty strong. The representation the Big Twelve has at the College Softball World Series to to have o- Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, University of Texas. I mean that is a really really strong showing. Aaron, any any scores? Those were the scores I was kind of looking at um, as I was getting ready to to come on the show today. Any scores you can update us on? Uh, Texas leads Air Force 9-3 to in the bottom of the seventh. Texas Tech and Notre Dame still in a delay with Notre Dame win- leading 2 to nothing after one inning. Uh, it's now 6-2 to in the bottom of the eighth. Texas A&M leading Oral Roberts, and Oklahoma has gone final, easily defeating Liberty 16-3. to Like how you did that, Liberty, uh, uh, you know, good, good – uh, religious school but uh, did not bring it today against the Sooners now Aaron should we with all these scores going going on um, Lark was supposed to be in Grand Junction we were really hoping the MCC would keep rolling their time ended quicker than we had hoped so Lark is back in Central Texas Aaron if we need any like uh, him to call in some scores should we do that later later in the program? Let, let, let Lark call out some scores for us? He's actually going to be at the ballpark with Tom doing color for tonight's game. You're talking about the Bosqueville Valley Mills game? Yes, Tom got him out of his, uh, his daily retirement routine, and he's going to be calling the game. He did last night in game one, and he will be back for game two as Bosqueville and Valley Mills face off at Baylor Ballpark. All right, a little bummed that um, Tom did not ask me to do that. I mean, I would have been Johnny on the spot, would have been very available. Aaron, remind me, you chime in if I don't say it. Let's ask Tom why he did not make that move in some of these previous Bosqueville games. And do we think the, do we think the Bosqueville people may have, <laughs> they may not have wanted that. They may have said, hey, the deal is no Mosley on the broadcast. Um, Ward White's led Crawford to a state title. Aaron, is that the way we should put it? Is that the way the Crawford people are presenting that? Ward was on the call. Love that call. And uh, we came out, believe at the beginning of the show yesterday, with Ward White's and the excitement over Crawford's uh, state championship. 
And, Aaron, so that game is tonight, the Bosqueville Valley Mills, Baylor Ballpark. Our pregame show, 645. You can get a sneak preview from Tom at 535. I've already booked him, Aaron, so I didn't do the wait till the last second. I, I got I, plenty of time. I gave him several hours' notice, so Tom will be ready to rock. And uh, what is that burger place Tom likes, Aaron? Golly, I hope they're serving those out there. I've always wanted to go. Double R? I think it's out there by the Hickory. Or the, I used to go to the Hickory Stick and, and Key Talks. Yes. Double R. It's a, Double R. Right in that same neighborhood in North Waco. That same neighborhood is where I coached at the boys' club. I guess we call those are boys' and girls' clubs uh, these days. We knew it as the boys' club, Brownfield Boys' Club. And that was uh, Julius Denton, um, Derek. That was a really, really fun time out there, coaching at that Brownfield Boys' Club when I was a Baylor student. All right, so, Aaron, thank you. Keep us posted on all these games as our day unfolds. Um, Again, Curtis Quillen coming up at 420. And then Mac Rhodes will be on with us at at 5 o'clock today. And, Aaron, we had had baseball on yesterday before we came on. And the Rangers had climbed all the way back up to Mount 500. And then... As only they could do. They dropped a couple after that. One was really got away from them. That game yesterday, I Hearn did not pitch well. I would say he dipped and was able to dip and dive and get himself out of several jams, but he only gave them four innings. They were down 3 nothing. Aaron, I really think we may need the, uh, the breaking news sounder for what I'm about to announce. Marcus Simeon hit his first home run of the season. <laughs> Aaron, how many games have they played? Let me see if I can do the math. Like 50 games or something? 24, 20, I mean, something around that, right? And, and, and Marcus Simeon had not hit a home run. Does that sound right to you, Aaron? It would have been his second. He actually had a grand slam. Oh, he had the grand slam the other ago. day. Yeah. Or he about had a week ago. Slam. Yeah. yeah, I did see the grand. It was a while, well, though. I mean, yeah. especially with the contract he got in the offseason, people yeah. were kind of like, okay, anytime you want to get started. And he has hit better lately, but. He hit a home run yesterday to make the final score three to one. I thought it was. I honestly thought that might have been his first one, but you're totally right. He had the grand slam at some point recently. What a what a weird. Meanwhile, uh, and I know we're comparing two different things, so I'm not comparing Major League Baseball to college baseball. But Aaron, what did we decide? What did Melendez finish the the season with at University of Texas? Now, of course, I uh, he'll still you know he can get a few more here in the postseason. But I think it was 28 home runs, and I swear he had like 25 of those still with about two or three weeks left in the season. I mean, that was amazing to watch. And I think that freshman from Vandy, wherever that freshman was, or was it North Carolina State, the freshman ended up with 27 home runs on the season. And not Love to, this. Not to oh, spoil uh, Campus Confidential, but he has hit the transfer portal. Which one? 
the freshman from North Carolina State. Oh. Yeah, he is He is in the portal. What's that kid's name? Do you have it with you? What is that guy? I mean, that is really interesting. 20, I, I love Aaron's going to shuffle through all his papers there, but 27 home runs on the season as a freshman, and he has entered the portal. Now, and Aaron, Aaron it's no big deal. We'll, we'll figure it out. In Tommy White. Okay, Tommy White. Tommy White is that freshman. That is so fascinating to me. Why would he be going into the portal? I mean, Aaron, isn't this the NC State? Isn't this the same program that made it to the the, the College World Series final last year and then had some COVID issues? You remember all that? Weren't they playing against Vandy? Does that does that sound right to you, Aaron? I thought that was I thought that was the <laughs> to program. To quote Mark Smith, I've slept since then, so I would have to double check. Yeah. Well, I was hoping you would you would join in with me. <laughs> I feel pretty certain that it might have been that it was NC State that had things rolling. Now the other team would have been Mississippi State because I think 2021 Mississippi State won the national title. I just remember all those cowbells. One of the great. One of the great scenes in college baseball is when all those Mississippi State fans show up and they get that thing cranking. Um, But that is um, fascinating. Now, speaking of the portal, we'll ask Mac. There are reports out there of a lot of Baylor players, and and unfortunately it's all the ones you would recognize, uh, the heart of the order. Um, And uh, there's, there's way too much of that. Does that mean all of them are definitely going to transfer? No. I mean, hopefully what happens is get the new coach in before they have a chance to go racing into somebody else's program. I I, I don't begrudge them for being upset or maybe wanting to leave. I mean, I, th- this program, there it was, it was a kind of a sludge to the ending. So I get why some of them may be wanting to do this, but I just really – Hope that they will wait and see what happens. Other news is the um, Boston Celtics pulled off something incredible last night. I mean, I Aaron, how many times do we see Golden State just bury a team in the third quarter? They did it to the Mavericks several times. It's what they do. They just hit you with a haymaker. Boston was actually, I think, in the lead at the half, but here comes Golden State. They're up by 11 or 12, going in the fourth quarter. They're fine, and Boston just popped them upside the head. They played great defense. They outscored them 40-16 to 16 in that final quarter. Hand it to them. I mean, that's unbelievable. And Jason Tatum had a horrible shooting game. He was either three for – he was like three for 17 from the field and scored 12 points in that game. And it didn't matter because Al Horford and Jalen Brown and the rest of those guys, Pritchard, they went off. Marcus Smart, that was really something to watch. So NBA talk may break out at any point today. But next, we'll do one of everybody's favorite segments. It is Chillin' with Quillen. Curtis Quillen is next. Your weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. 
Since 1949, the Nietzsche Group Insurance Agency has offered Texans policies for their personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs. Check them out at nichigroup.com. With the Nietzsche Group Insurance Agency, Texans can go to one company and get access to insurance coverage options from many carriers. Learn more at the nichigroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. It'll be partly cloudy tonight. We drop to 70 and tomorrow. Again, a mix of sun and clouds with a 20% chance of a passing shower. Otherwise, it'll be hot and humid with a high of 94. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. High School Playoff Baseball on ESPN Central Texas. Join us tonight for Game 2 of the Class 2A Region 2 Championship. It's Bosqueville and Valley Mills, and it happens tonight. Our broadcast begins at 6.45 with the warm-up show, the first pitch, and all the action at 7 o'clock. Bosqueville, Valley Mills, the Class 2A Region 2 Championship, here on ESPN Central Texas. Looking for a great job with great pay and awesome benefits? Genco FCU is hiring. As a longtime Waco employer, Genco focuses on what matters most in our employees' lives, like pay incentives, bonuses, benefits, 401k plans, paid time off, advancement opportunities, medical, prescription, dental, and vision insurance, as well as short and long-term disability. Come join our incredible team today and make Genco your career that will work for you. Apply at GencoFCU.org or at any branch location. Creativity and planning are the key elements in coordinating and designing a wedding or special event. Since 2014, the Bosky has provided the special venue you're looking for and extras that few can offer. The house at the Bosky features a beautiful split-level design with four bedrooms and four bathrooms, balconies, a large grand room, a kitchen, and an outdoor patio. The outdoor areas are perfect for large or small weddings and special occasions, portrait-taking, exploring, and just plain enjoying. The Bosky in Crawford. Learn more at theboski185.com. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Hopkins Oil Company is proud of the students, faculty, staff, and administration of Crawford Independent School District and wishes the Pirates and Lady Pirates all the best on the field, court, or diamond. Established in 1962, Hopkins Oil Company of Crawford is the oldest running wholesale fuel and lubricant distributor in Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Jeff and Molly Bays and open 24-7, Hopkins Oil Company has a proud tradition of quality products and outstanding customer service. If you'd like to learn more about Hopkins Oil Company, call Brad. Brad Cox at 254-486-0123. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. Combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. What do John Morris, Kirk Watson, Maxine Hart, Walter Abercrombie, Martha Lou Scott, Michael Hyatt, and Robert Darden all have in common? They've each been interviewed on Baylor Line's Direct Line Conversation Series. You can hear from these outstanding bears and many, many more with a subscription to Baylor Line Insider. This is your all-access pass to the best content in the Baylor family. Subscribe today at baylorline.com krzi. 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Game one of the NBA Finals had Boston with a big fourth quarter comeback, a 17-0 run to beat Golden State 120-108. Game two of the finals coming Sunday night at 7 o'clock. NCAA Regionals gets underway today with all five teams of the Big 12 in action. Oklahoma versus Liberty in Gainesville. Air Force in Texas in Austin. Texas Tech in Notre Dame in Statesboro. Oklahoma State in Missouri State in Stillwater. And TCU in Louisiana Lafayette in College Station. China Spring takes game one of their series with Carthage in eight innings, three to two. Game two this afternoon. Game three to follow with a doubleheader if necessary. Game one of the series with Bosqueville and Valley Mills went to the Eagles eight to four. Game two of that series tonight from Baylor Ballpark, and you can hear that game with Tom Barfield and Lark Smith on ESPN Central Texas starting at seven o'clock. Sports Center every twenty minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Thank you, Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram. Thank you for what you do out there, Ted Teague. Tremendous job, tremendous inventory, and love going out there uh, for the service. My goodness, a huge area, 55,000 square feet. And that's why uh, a guy like Curtis Quillen, uh, who certainly probably drives a luxury vehicle, that's the kind of place he needs. He needs a place that specializes in efficiency. Curtis, welcome back to the program. Uh, a lot has happened. As I was about to introduce you, I was kind of thinking in my mind, wait, have I talked to Curtis since the Baylor coaching change? And I guess we might have texted back and forth, but I don't think I've had you on since then. Um, and, and, of course, we had all sorts of – you've had softball, baseball, a uh, lot on your plate – but then Baylor did go ahead and and make the change. Um, Curtis, this uh, this is going to be uh, this is going to be kind of fascinating to watch. The, I guess the way I want to ask this to you is there are reports of several players, and I'm talking about key players, already in the uh, uh, transfer portal. Do you think that almost? And I'll ask Mac about this at five o'clock today. Does that expedite? the search process even more than usual or or do you think it's sort of expedited anyway even without that knowledge yes and no um the problem that you're going to run into in trying to expedite the process because the players going into the portal is that candidates that they're going to want to talk to are still playing and it's a little hard to expedite this process whenever you have to either fly to a regional site or fly to a super regional site and work around practice schedules. So um, I I don't know that it expedites it, um, but I think that it need, it's a thing that needs to be addressed. And I don't think it's that Mac doesn't think it's important because you do have these key players going into the portal. I think it is uh, one of those where, okay, this is the thing that's happening, but we're early in the cycle. Uh, we are early in the coaching cycle. This happened, what, the day after the Big 12 Tournament Championship game. This happened on the day of the selection show. So there's a lot of coaching movement in college baseball that will happen between now and the start of the College World Series on June 18th. Yeah, and as we start to hear, uh, Curtis, some of the names that are out there, 
I, I think Dan Hefner's the first name that a lot of people think of because of the yeah. Uh, the, it's a great religious fit. Um, it's uh, he's had tremendous success uh, recruiting to a private school. I think is a unique animal, uh, and and I think you know having someone that it's has definitely an equivalency in that, sport. Correct. And I think that's, uh, I, you know, you're right. And, um, and I think some programs out there, not all private schools are created equal because Stanford and Vanderbilt and some of these others, Rice even, they do it a little differently. When you talk about equivalency, there's, uh, they do find money from different buckets. Um, which of these names kind of excite you the most as, as you think about what uh, decision Baylor may end up making here? So uh, this is where I plug my column from Monday night. Um, talked with a, with, with a source well-connected at Baylor who said that, you know, knowing the way that that university operates, knowing the way that, that search unfolded when they hired Steve Rodriguez back in the summer of 2015, that the two names that came to mind for him – Heathner was on that list. Another one that has, he that this source said that you know a bunch of people on social media have have you know wanted to talk about for this job is Mitch Thompson at MCC. You know, does he? Uh, and there's a lot of reasons I ask this question. So go on this journey with me. But does he take the call from Baylor? Has he grown to love the junior college game because there are those kinds of co- Tim Tadlock. I don't think anybody was real confident he would like the power conference level of baseball. I don't know Tim Tadlock or Adam, but I remember that kind of speculation. Like, man, he was really good at junior college. Like, is he going to like it? I'd say he likes it. He's pretty successful at Texas Tech. And so, you know, Mitch is a really good baseball coach, and he's built some. he has built something remarkable there uh, over at Bosque River Ballpark. So that's a call that Baylor fans are going to want made because that's someone who is well-connected in Waco, has lived in Waco since 95. He was a, he was a key part of all of the success of the Steve Smith era there at Baylor. Um, the other two names that knowing, you know, one of the things that journalists are really good at is noticing tendencies from people and behaviors. So one of the tendencies that I've noticed from Mac Rhodes is that he likes to hire either the flashy assistant, like the big name assistant, or the hot young, uh, the hot young coach who's building a name for himself. Matt, uh, you know, Matt Rule fit the second billing on that one. Dave Aranda fit the first. And so two examples of that kind of a hire for Mac Rhodes. So looking at that, I was able. To, I looked at you know two other names that I think might. Uh, be interesting to see, and that's Rob Walton, the pitching coach at Oklahoma State, who was uh, a wildly successful head coach at Oral Roberts for nine years, went nine for nine, winning the conference every single year he was at Oral Roberts. Uh, it, he played in more regionals than Baylor has in the last, uh, what, 10 years uh, he, while he was there, and he played in the Super Regional while he was there at Oral Roberts. And then the fourth one, and this is the one that's off the wall, and I think fits Mac Rhodes' uh, hiring billing more than almost anybody that I've been able to come up with in college at baseball. Uh, can I interest you in Stephen Trout at Texas State? Yeah, yeah, I'm certainly interested. Yeah, that I mean, is a program that was ranked as high as 11th in the polls going into the conference tournament, and I'm convinced Texas State would have won 
the Sun Belt tournament had the Sun Belt not been forced to go to single elimination because of weather. Yeah, I, I, I like the. I think the Texas connections and all of that. I, I got to say, I, this Maryland coach's name has come up a couple times, you know, and 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 I, I kind of, I, I keep. I just think that's a fascinating. I think in some of these interviews they've done with players, they they want they're asking for a youthful, a younger coach. Now that doesn't, you know, that rules out a few people, right? And they don't have right. to. You can have energy in your fifties. I hope so. Yeah. In, in the coming years, I'll be I'll be joining that crowd. So I hope you you know <laughs> to have plenty of energy. But but so I don't think you have to. But I do think that is one of the things that keeps coming up is uh, you know somebody that brings tremendous energy, excitement, youthful sort of exuberance, and for whatever reason, th- this staff and again. Curtis, not to get too far into it, but, I mean, what is this staff supposed to do? This thing was going the wrong direction, and I guarantee you they felt all kinds of pressure because they knew it was going the wrong direction. And so I don't think probably Steve and his staff were the most affirming, you know, uh, uh, positive people to be around. The last, What college coach is when, when the season's going right. the wrong direction? So I, I think sometimes we – it's pretty easy to go, well, this staff was not doing this or that. Losing and, and you know what I all that, yeah. in is, is all those Big 12 championships that, were, that the campus won this year, and then you have the baseball team. Yeah, basketball had all the same injury issues uh, that the baseball program did, and it cost the Bears a, a chance to advance to the NCAA tournament past the second round. Um, that's not really a secret. Um, the Lady Bears, the Baylor women's basketball team, they had issues with depth all season long in basketball. They they, they still won the Big 12 Conference uh, outright. The football team changed quarterbacks twice during the season, still won the Big 12, still won the Sugar Bowl. So I think that might be kind of what did this staff in. I, it, it was very clear to me that, you know, you, and I haven't spoken with Mac about it. There wasn't a press conference afterward. But when you read between the lines in that press release they sent out on Monday, it became clear that this was a, look, man, this ain't going well. You can either go into the hot seat or get fired or stay safe and just walk away now and we'll move on. And it seemed clear to me that that kind of was what happened. I know that uh, Rod and Strauss are both widely acclaimed in college baseball and deservedly so. I mean, they won a lot of baseball games at Baylor. But, I mean, sometimes things stop progressing. And it could be that it, it could be the way college athletics is changing. It could be that, you know, recruiting in the Big 12 is changing. It could be that it could be a whole host of things. But, you know, you can't – you can blame this season on injuries. What about last year? Yeah. Yeah, and you could blame you – could, you, could, you could do it with – you could say COVID got them in the end, but it was not a, it was not a great season. But why season. are you in that situation? I, absolutely. I get it. I, I mean, you can find little excuses and that kind of thing, but – it it uh, in the end it may have been time uh, for a change and we shall see what happens now. Uh, Curtis, are you? Uh, what's your what's your situation like? Are you monitoring all these uh, 
You see, so you got a couple of dogs in the hunt. You got Oklahoma State baseball, your alma mater. You got Oklahoma State softball is in the mix. Okay. I would say uh, pretty exciting times, right, for the Big Twelve and uh, for what you know. Obviously, for a couple more years, we're going to have some of these teams in the Big Twelve. This is a uh, th- this is, there is an opportunity to you you could you could uh, have the Big Twelve sweep the the college women's World Series. Uh, as well as the college uh, World Series. I mean, that's pretty pretty remarkable to see how you know how well all these programs are doing. Oh, it's a it's a billboard spring for the Big Twelve Conference. I think for certain. I mean, three Big Twelve teams get into the NCAA softball team. All three make it to Oklahoma City, uh, and they're not in the same bracket. So there is a chance that it's an all Big Twelve final. That's what I've got my fingers crossed for. I just. I'm hoping somehow Oklahoma gets upset along the way because I'd love to see my alma mater hoist a uh, trophy. Um, but I saw a stat last night. Oklahoma's won like 39 out of 45 games by run rule this season. So I'm not thinking that's going to happen. Um, <laughs> and, you know, it's a, on the baseball side. And it's a, I don't know what the committee was drinking while they were um, – putting this bracket together on the baseball tournament, whatever it is, I would like a bottle of it to celebrate my wedding in a couple of weeks because five teams get into the big, into the NCAA tournament, which is what everybody thought was going to happen. And it was the exact same five. Everybody thought it was going to be, but then the outright big 12 regular season champion TCU. And yes, TCU had some non-conference kind of snafus along the way, but they won a power five conference Gets a two seed and gets sent to Texas A&M just so that the uh, they can boost those TV ratings and, and get more viewers on the NCAA baseball tournament with the Schloss Bowl, and then you've got Texas, which finished fifth, not tied for second, not tied for third, sole possession of fifth place in the Big 12, hosting a regional. I don't get it. Oklahoma State in first place in the conference going into the final weekend, you know kind of stubs its toe with that walk-off win by Baylor on the first night of that series, gets swept by Texas Tech. But the body of work was there early in the year to justify Oklahoma State hosting a regional. That made sense. They finished tied for second, all of that, and then they get to the semifinals uh, of the Big 12 tournament. So they won games in Arlington. Okay. But the other two teams that they finished tied for second with, one is a reseed in the Statesboro Regional, and the other one uh, was Oklahoma, which gets sent to Gainesville, Florida. So I have some serious questions <laughs> for the NCAA Baseball Selection Committee. Um, I do think that of the two seeds in the tournament, TCU is one of the two that I have as as a, having a really good chance of getting to the Super Regional. Um, and I am if if they play. A&M tomorrow, I want ESPN, I'm begging ESPN to put a camera on Jim Schlossnagel and another one on Kirk Sarlos, and let's just let's just see what they do throughout the day. <laughs> they've played some, they've had some epic games over the years, oh, extra sure. inning stuff, and so that's been, uh, that's been really good. Now, lastly, um, our, our local, I mean, Baylor Ballparks, uh, Valley Mills, Bosqueville, um, that, that series has been a lot of fun. Crawford gets the state title. Our own Ward Whites was there to call that one. Um, uh, China Spring uh, took down uh, Carthage 
And, um, and, and of course, there's a game coming up on that one. The uh, game two will come up, I believe, uh, what, this evening? I mean, this is, uh, this is a, it's a great time to be a Central Texas sports fan with some uh, tremendous – and other people had deep runs. But uh, what are you thinking, first of all, uh, about, this, uh, about this game out there at uh, Baylor Ballpark tonight? So I'm actually pulling up the Baylor Ballpark now for that one. I get to cover that one tonight. We'll be live in both shows tonight, 6 and 10. Matt Lively's up in Prosper with China Spring tonight. Um, I'm excited about Bosqueville Valley Mills. I think Hunter Hennickson on the mound um, is what I'm expecting to the Bulldogs. Uh, Gives them something uh, interesting to be able to force a game three. Um, And I think, you know, sports have a way of humbling people. And I wasn't in that dugout. I don't know what the attitude like, but I can tell you that uh, it seemed like it was either nerves or that they didn't take Valley Mills as seriously because they slept them during the regular season. But something got to Bosqueville early on. I mean, two pitches in, it's one nothing, Matt. And that's it. Like, you know, you hit you hit the batter on the first pitch of the game. The next guy throws a bunt or puts a bunt down. Then the throwing error scores a run on what should have been a sacrifice bunt that, I mean, something happened at that point, And I remember uh, just going, what just happened? And it possibly kind of never really recovered from that. Um, it, I mean, they dug the hole and they couldn't all get all the way out of it. Um, I really want to see how they respond tonight. Um, because I think, a, I think a game three tomorrow would be something that was just incredibly fascinating to watch. Um, at Baylor Ballpark, and if you're, a, you know, if you're just a, looking for a good baseball game tonight here in the Greater Waco area, uh, the third baseline at Baylor Ballpark offers shade around seven o'clock at night, and you <laughs> should get there because that month, that that's it's going to be a great game. Crawford played really well the other night. Saw Ward there in the press box at McCombs Field. Um, Ward's one of my favorite human beings. Uh, and, you know, that was a really, really good game. Um, and they did what they needed to do. They came out to a quick start and then held them off at the end, um, something that they kind of got used to doing, kind of, you know, working around, running out of steam in the circle, which is something that happens in 2A programs. And Kenzie Jones talked about it after the game. He's been like, yeah, we, that, we talk about that. That's part of what we plan for. So Crawford did a really nice job on uh, Wednesday night, uh, you know, getting the win in the state title game. That's what two and three seasons and four all time, uh, four and 10 years. And so uh, really good time to be a central Texas sports fan. So if you're not in prosper right now, get to be the ballpark tonight. That's going to be a fun one. All right. You heard the man Curtis Quillen and uh, we had great praise for uh, ward. I like ward, but the, the, who I really like is his dog Coco, the German shepherd Coco. Wonderful animal, and uh, I've really uh, bonded with Coco, although I fear that if Ward gave Coco the command, Coco would would take care of me in a a heartbeat. But what a beautiful, (laughs) what a beautiful dog that is. All right, um, Curtis, always enjoy it. The the sports director of Channel 6, Curtis Quillen. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it, Matt. Enjoy your weekend. There he goes, uh, Curtis Quillen. Off to Baylor Ballpark to cover Bosqueville versus Valley Mills. All right, uh, let's remember we've got Mac Rhodes, uh, Baylor Athletic Director, Director of Athletics, will join us at 5 o'clock, and that'll be fun. We've got a lot to get into with Mac and uh, with all this Baylor baseball stuff brewing 
And uh, But next, we've got Campus Confidential. Aaron Sexton has been hard at it. We'll see what he has on the docket next. Recently on Game Time. From the podcast, Locked on Big 12, we say hi to Josh Neighbors. You could sell me on probably six iterations of the Big 12 championship, and I wouldn't be shocked. Texas OU, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Baylor, Oklahoma State rematch. I think that's the one amazing thing about this league going into 2022. This could definitely be the most competitive Power 5 league out there. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Don't miss out on the Fiesta Mexalicious specials going on now at La Fiesta in Waco. From Fiesta fried ribs tossed in honey chipotle barbecue sauce drizzled with chipotle mayo to the all-new Lotes Esquites jalapeno roasted corn, plus our their new Berea menu, exquisite savory dishes full of culture and tradition like the all-new Berea enchiladas. And don't forget about their all-new fried ice cream topped with chocolate caramel sauce. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963, located on Franklin Avenue in Waco. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Spring is here, and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows before the hot weather gets here. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralight. That's a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they're offering 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in home estimate universal window central texas.com that's universal window central texas.com or call 254-301-7760 and be sure and check out their great google and angie list reviews i love my windows they've got that brand new home effect universal windows direct matt mosley weekdays at 4 p.m on espn central texas Looking for something other than a tie this year for your gift to dad? Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond has received a new shipment of -of one-of-a-kind novelty gift items. Perfect for his man cave. They also have metal signs for inside and outside the home or office. And there is no better place to buy guns or unique rustic furniture for home or his office. It's the world's greatest western store. Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at CentexSportsFan.com. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. NMLS number 7464. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us. 
Pascal Insurance and Real Estate is a full-service independent insurance agency and real estate company. They write all policies from commercial to auto and home. Pascal Insurance represents multiple companies, including Safeco, Travelers, Allstate, Progressive, Nationwide, and Hoheim Prairie. The real estate experts specialize in residential, commercial, and farm and ranch properties. Stop by and check them out at 401 Madison and McGregor or learn more at psrealtors.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Game one of the NBA Finals had Boston with a big fourth quarter comeback, a 17 0 run to beat Golden State 120 108. Game two of the finals coming Sunday night at 7 o'clock. NCAA Regionals gets underway today with all five teams of the Big 12 in action Oklahoma versus Liberty in Gainesville, Air Force in Texas in Austin, Texas Tech in Notre Dame in Statesboro, Oklahoma State in Missouri State in Stillwater, and TCU in Louisiana Lafayette in College Station. Dinah Spring takes game one of their series. With Carthage in eight innings, three to two. Game two this afternoon. Game three to follow with a doubleheader if necessary. Game one of the series with Bosqueville and Valley Mills went to the Eagles eight to four. Game two of that series tonight from Baylor Ballpark, and you can hear that game with Tom Barfield and Lark Smith on ESPN Central Texas starting at seven o'clock. Sports Center every twenty minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. Uh, we invite you utilize our uh, CNC Collision Center text line if you've got a question for Mac Rhodes. You never know. I may just choose it, and if I like the question, I'll just ask him. I've got no problem doing that. You guys uh, do a great job of reacting. We love hearing from you. 254 662 1660 254-662-1660. If you have a question you'd love for us to ask Mac Rhodes, Baylor Director of Athletics, will be on with us at 5 o'clock. And we've got a lot to discuss with him. Uh, and Aaron's got a lot to share with us. So let's turn it over right now to Aaron Sexton for Campus Confidential. The NCAA Baseball Regionals starting today of Texas and Big 12 teams in action. Some games that have already went final. Uh, Oklahoma defeated Liberty 16-3. Texas A&M beat Oral Roberts 8-2. A couple of games still in progress. Texas and Air Force are in the top of the ninth inning. Texas with a five-run sixth inning, and they are leading Air Force 11-3. Texas Tech and Notre Dame have been in a delay for a while. They're only through the first inning with Notre Dame leading 2 to nothing, but they are still in a weather delay and some games coming up later tonight. Oklahoma State takes on Missouri State at 6 o'clock. Dallas Baptist takes on Louisiana Tech at 6.30. Texas State and Santa Barbara at 8 p.m. And TCU and Louisiana at 7 p.m. All those games are on ESPN+. All right. It is uh, really fun monitoring all of that. The losers bracket in the in the uh, college women's World Series will be play tonight, and then Aaron, you were telling me earlier, Oklahoma State and Florida, I, I believe, play tomorrow, and then Texas uh, is uh, slated to play OU. Some great rivalry. It transcends, you know, it, it, it spreads into all the different sports. We think of the great rivalry 
obviously in football, but Oklahoma has become such a national powerhouse in in women's uh, in softball that it's it, it's just really fun to see if anybody can knock them off. I I would compare it, Aaron, to UConn uh, in in uh, women's basketball. It's not they haven't done it for that long, but it seems like it's been going on for a while now. And University of Texas had an incredible run, both honestly in baseball and softball. Aaron, do you know off the top of your head how many times, I think I looked this up recently. I think you did too, so hopefully you'll remember this. Do you know, this is, I I know the answer, I believe. Do you know how many times the University of Texas, uh, the baseball team, has been to the College World Series? Ooh, I did look that up, but I can't remember the exact number. 27 times. Of course, if I'm wrong, Sean Hunt will correct (laughs) me in the next 30 seconds. But I believe it's 27 times. I would say that Gustafson uh, Gustafson era, I mean, they were rolling. It was pretty much an annual trip there. And, you know, for people that are wondering, what about Baylor? Well, Baylor had the 2005 trip. They went, had a couple of trips in the late 70s. With Mickey Sullivan, I believe it was 77-78 to the College World Series. Had some teams under Steve Smith that just absolutely should have been there. Uh, It was uh, uh, a really unfortunate error that uh, occurred against Arkansas in uh, 2012. Now, another one of those uh, super regionals, because I remember being there. Oh, goodness. They, was that, who was that against? They, they anyway. They that was about two. That was nineteen ninety. I'm just trying to think now. Now I'm thinking about my two thousand one or two thousand two. There was a, a rough one in there where they had an unbelievable team, and they should have. Uh, they should have done it. That was a super regional, and I just can't totally remember who they were playing. For some reason, Oklahoma State comes to mind. But anyway, uh, it is the. Uh, it is the because they were hosting one of those things. Um, and uh, it's Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas. It is Campus Confidential. Aaron, what else do you have for us, sir? The Big 12 Conference is distributing a record $426 million of revenue to its 10 schools for the 21-22 school year, a nearly 25% increase over last year, and a 10% higher and 10% higher than its peak before the pandemic, Texas Tech President Lawrence Shavonik. Chairman of the Big 12 Board of Directors said today at the end of the league's spring meetings that the transitioning league is in a very strong position. Uh, the uh, $426 million, obviously, uh, they, they didn't have a breakdown per school, but with the way it's been broken down in the past, would be over $40 million per school, and that would be more than every conference, obviously, except the SEC and the Big Ten. Uh, Bob Bowlesby, the Big 12 commissioner since not. 2012 announced his retirement earlier this year and they uh, the Big 12 announced that they will have a new conference commissioner and that should be completed by mid-July. Bowlesby will stay on as new commissioner until the new commissioner is announced. Uh, We'll stay on as commissioner until the new commissioner is announced. Yeah, I thought that was big news today. Mid-July is uh, 13th and 14th are those uh, media days for Big 12. I appreciate them trying to have a timeline, Aaron, just so they can give the give all the assembled media 
uh, you know, some, something <laughs> even more to talk about. All the coaches come there, the players. It would be really cool to have the commissioner in place. We sit here today in early June. If they think they're going to have a commissioner ready to announce by then, I would think they got to be on down the road in the search process. You don't just, oh, okay, now it's time to go get someone. You You put a list of candidates together. You start to narrow it down a little bit. You might need to do some follow-up interviews. But, I mean, it's uh, you, you certainly, the, for these kinds of high-level jobs, there are only a certain amount of people qualified for these things. Now, could you go outside the normal routine, like a Bob Bowlesby who had been at Iowa and then Stanford as an AD, and you know Dan Beebe, who uh, was the previous commissioner, you totally could. But it, it it would surprise me a little bit if the Big 12 went with somebody that had more of an entertainment uh, business background and didn't have a background in college athletics. I, I'm not saying they won't do it, but I just because I think more than ever you have to have someone that's innovative, understands all these streaming things that are happening out there. Uh, you have to be ready for that. But I, I'm, I'm fascinated to watch all this. Aaron, what was that first figure you gave, uh, by the way? The, um, you said, because you said that each, each school would have ended up getting around $40 million, But what was that first number you threw out? $426 million distributed to the 10 schools. Four hundred and twenty-six million. So what you're telling me is, if it's an even split sort of deal, it comes out to around forty million per school. Yeah, and okay. and I don't think they do an exact even split, or they haven't from the numbers I saw. But it's not a huge disparity between the schools, if I remember correctly. It was pretty close. You know, a, a couple million more for a couple of schools. But I think that it would end up being over $40 million for each of the 10 schools, which is uh, pretty incredible for a dying conference, right? I, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, um, I think I would withhold some from OU Texas until you get those rights fees. Right. I think <laughs> I would I think I would say we're going to we're going to give you half of yours. Uh, there is precedent for withholding some money. I won't get into that, though. Uh, it is the uh, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, Campus Confidential. Aaron, any more news or anything else of interest that came out of there or anything else you wanted to share with us? Yeah, one more before we get to uh, Baylor Athletic Director Mac Rhodes. Uh, if you're wondering how much it will cost in NIL to field a top five football team, Ohio State football coach Ryan Day has a number for you. He told 100 members of the Columbus business community yesterday morning that he believes it will take $13 million to keep the Buckeyes roster intact. The event on Thursday, which was hosted by the university's uh, Cavalli Center on campus, was to unveil the school's NIL corporate ambassador program, which is designed to encourage the community to hire players through the school's athletic department. <laughs> the goal of oh, the initiative is, is twofold. Players receive yeah. internship and education opportunities. Oh, they also yeah. get paid while they're doing it. But uh, one thing he did mention, he believes that top quarterbacks will require $2 million in NIL money, offensive tackles and edge rushers around a million. He says if Ohio State can't meet those thresholds, they're in danger of losing top recruits to rival schools. Oh, 
I'm so worried about Ohio <laughs> too, State. I hope they're I hope they're okay. It's a shame. Well, it would, and the truth of the matter is this is a joke. If you think Ohio State alums are gonna let them fail at this, I mean I get that they gotta put these things out there, but I love this whatever you said that was, like some organization on campus. Uh, is it a building or is it just kind of like this new organization? I, I I'm surprised that A and M doesn't already have like a NIL, you know, like a building on campus. <laughs> just noted, just just uh, dedicated to the NIL. Wow, this is uh, really really fascinating to watch. All the coaches going at each other. Now they played nice at the coaches' meetings in Destin. Aaron, did it seem like there was? Did it, it wasn't it interesting how the uh, the, the, we got a million reports out of Destin, and I was looking. I was like, why am I not hearing anything from the Big 12? <laughs> a little quieter on the Big 12 front, but, uh, but that's, you know, that's okay. That's things happen. Now, we got a lot to talk about with Mac Rhodes. The Baylor's uh, director of athletics joins us next. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at SyntechSportsFan.com. It's time now for The Naked Truck, the ongoing saga of the battle to end truck nudity, presented by Pickup Outfitters. In this episode, we find Amanda and Brad on a date. Oh, Amanda, will you... Brad, I'm sorry. I just can't go out with you in this truck anymore. It's just so bare. You have nothing on this truck. But I have these subs that I bought online. Online? Really? Subwoofers are just a way for a man to make up for his lack of equipment. I am going out with Justin. Oh, I know why. It's not just because he has a big dually. It's not the size of the truck that matters. You have tunes that give me a headache. Justin has running boards and a hitch to pull his boat. That's just because he goes to pick up outfitters. Maybe you should take a lesson, Brad. Will Amanda and Justin find happiness? Will Brad go to pick up outfitters? Tune in again to The Naked Truck. Brought to you by Pickup Outfitters, 220 Lake Your Drive in Waco. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at Pioneer boys.com espn central texas is your flagship station for baylor athletics have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo are hints being dropped all around you rest assured dmra fine jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nietzsche Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nietzsche Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. 
Hi, this is Brian Reese, General Manager of Harley-Davidson of Waco again, inviting everyone to come see us. Spring is here, and it's time to get your knees in the breeze. All new 2021 bikes are on sale. We have 2022 models arriving daily with over 150 bikes to choose from and a huge selection of certified pre-owned Harleys as well. Harley-Davidson of Waco, located off of I-35 South and New Road, Harley-Davidson of Waco, where you'll never ride alone. For the best burger in town, go to Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers, 1810 Harry. At Double R, they use fresh ingredients and cook your burger just the way you want it. If you have an event coming up, such as a wedding or graduation party, let Double R handle all your catering needs. For more information on catering, give David or Perry a call at 254-753-1603. That's 254-753-1603. Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers, 1810 Harry. Open Monday through Friday until 4.30 and Saturdays until 2. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Also sponsored by Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. On the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, Mac Rhodes is on the line, and we got to be efficient today because Mac's got a baseball coach to hire. But, uh, Mac, I was, um, I was excited for you because I noticed the Big 12 meetings. News came out that... Uh, they're going to move those meetings to the Greenbrier. Not quite as convenient as the Metroplex, but the, I have been to the Greenbrier. Uh, unfortunately, I was there during a 100-year flood, and they had to shut the place down. <laughs> but it is, a, it is a, uh, a gorgeous place. So I just wanted to congratulate you. Uh, had you been lobbying for this, Mac? Was this one of your, was this one of your mandates? Uh for, for the record, no, but I, I will tell you that uh, both President Gee and Shane Lyons of West Virginia were, were lobbying pretty hard for it for, for the last two or two or three years. So it'll be, hey, it'll be a great uh, change-up for us, no, no pun intended, since I know you're going to ask me about, about baseball, but uh, it'll be a great change-up for, for us to go uh, to, to that part of the country, the, the other side of the country, and uh, – and again, it's a it's a great property, and and uh, looking forward to uh, to to meetings there uh, a year from now. Mac, take your golf clubs um, because there is a great course there, and they play a PGA event. All right, and I know you guys are very very busy in these meetings, but I'd I'd at least like you to maybe think about trying to play nine while you're there. Maybe we'll we'll see. You know. As I think you know, I'm I'm not much of a golfer. Um, I don't I don't enjoy doing anything that I'm terrible at, and uh, <laughs> and I don't I don't have a lot of time to to to, to get good at golf. So, um, but hey, maybe you, you never know. I've got a year, I've got a year to hit balls, and and uh, we'll we'll see what happens. I think I think you'd be fine. Uh, I don't know what you were working out for recently at the spring game, but whatever it was, that was one of the more intense workouts I've ever seen from a college administrator. Uh, there was there were like there was a lot involved. So just know I, that was kind of impressive as I uh, I happened upon a Mac Rhodes workout 
out there near the stadium. I, I was impressed, and I even thought about asking you kind of if you could kind of give me whatever that was you were doing because uh, the sweat you were working up, I, I, I think I need to try that. <laughs> well, you are, you are way too kind. I, I have no <laughs> idea what I was doing. Um, I think I, I was just trying to, trying to move and it was probably a really hot day. And so just, it created a lot of sweat. So it looked good. I'm not, I'm not sure how effective it was. I was impressed talking to Mac Rhodes. Okay, Mac, I, I just want to start out by asking you what kind of led you to think this might be the right time to make a change with their baseball program. Steve had some Success, obviously, 17, 18, 19. It's not like you haven't had some success. It, it was not a good season. I mean, we can't, we can say whatever, injuries, whatever, but 7 and 17 and 8th in the conference is not what you're wanting um, or, or that seed that you ended up with. What was, uh, what, what kind of was the determining factor, uh, or, or I'm sure there were several of them, but what led you and Steve to kind of decide to, to go your separate ways? Well, I think first and foremost, you know, I, I and, and I mean this sincerely, genuinely, um, I'm grateful for Steve Rodriguez. Um, I think it was a really, really good seven years here, and uh, he he did a great job leading our young men, pouring in, in into them and, and, and challenging them to be, be better people, um, you know, and, and certainly um, – you know, working with them to, to become better baseball players as, as well. And you mentioned it, you know, there was um, 17, 18 and 19, you know, regional appearances. And then obviously 20 gets canceled and, and 21 just, just missed out. And, you know, this year um, I think was just a, a really, really difficult, difficult year. Um, I think it was hard on Steve. I think it was hard on the staff. I think it was hard on our, on our, on our student athletes. And I think, you know, at uh, you know there there becomes a uh, a point in time where you know um, as as head coach you you begin to think about you know um, you know I, this is this is probably for the, the the time for for me to to to, to move on and you know I, I think that uh, you know again Steve Steve talked about him him being at at peace with it and so we're moving forward. And, um, you know, uh, we, uh, we wish Steve all the, all the very best and, and, uh, and, you know, we're, we're now excited to, to go, go hire the, the next leader of our, of our baseball program. And, you know, I, I talked to a, a small group of, of individuals that, uh, that will help in that, in that effort. And, um, you know, I, I talked about, we're, we're not hiring a baseball coach. We're, we're hiring a, a leader of of and a leader of of staff and you know we're excited about it i i think that uh we've we've got a a, a great opportunity and you know baylor baseball um it means a lot to to this athletic department the the history the the tradition you know i, I said this earlier today i was i was watching some videos and just watching that, that ballpark being packed and signs and the berm packed, all of it. And, uh, you know, we, uh, we want to be nationally relevant in baseball. We, we want to be consistently in, in regionals. 
go to super regionals and, and go to and go to World Series. What has uh, what what do you sense the interest level is in this job? You've obviously got a group you put together and, and uh, your search committee and um, and and you, you know I, I don't know if you're going to use a firm to help you put any names together. You usually have a couple of some names probably in mind to hit the ground running. What what has just been kind of the initial? There's always that wave of. I would think people are reaching out to you to, to, to you guys. What's the what's been that sort of initial reaction to this opening? Yeah, I, I think the, the reaction has been positive and as you mentioned, we, we obviously have a have a list of names. I have a list of names that, that, that we, we, we start with and, and and then you know it's it's a two way street, right? It's it's not a one way street. It's you know, us reaching out to, to, to people um, to, to, you know, measure, measure their, their interest in, in the job. And, and then it's, it's also people contacting us and, you know, and that's, you know, in this day and age that we live in, that's, that's done mainly through agents. Um, and so again, the, the response has been positive. I think people appreciate, um, you know, this, this, this job and, 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 and the tradition of, of, uh, of Baylor baseball and that you've been able to, to, to certainly win here in, in, in the past and, you know, where it's located in, in the state of Texas and, you know, um, the, just the, the access to, to, to talent with, within this, in this state. So there's a, there's a lot of, a lot of positives. Um, you know, this job isn't for everybody. Um, we're, we're a private school right now. You've got, uh, 11.7 scholarships, you know, private institution, higher, higher tuition and, and, and cost of, of attendance. And so, uh, you know, uh, again, it, it may not be for, for everybody in, in terms of trying to, trying to navigate that. And then, um, you know, the, the, the mission fit, um, you know, we, we, we start every, every coaching search with, we're, we're not going to compromise, um, our, our faith component and, and our, our Christian values. And so, you know, again, that's, that, that, you know, is not, not for everyone, uh, as well. And so it's, it's a journey. Um, and you know what, I love searches. Uh, I really do. I, I, I love them because it's, it's an opportunity to meet some, some truly wonderful people and, and some special talent. And, um, uh, you know, the, the uh, the challenge is, you know, who is who is that right person for for your program? You know, who is who is that that right fit? What what's been the message from the players of what you could share? Uh, I'm sure you, you know, you want their input, um, and I think you visited with some players. It's been reported when you were kind of making some decisions here at the end of the year. Can you share with us a little bit of of what? Because there are reports that several players are in the transfer portal and and I'm just it's got to be a tricky thing because you don't want to rush this but now with the portal world I'm just wondering if that if you have to expedite things even more in in this in this world we live in now well you know it's a it's a it's a great question and, and just for the record you know the the only time I met with I met where with with players was was after you know Steve announced the the, the resignation and and, 
or we jointly announced the, the resignation, uh, resignation. And then, you know, I, I spoke to the team in terms of process and next steps. And, you know, again, it, they're, you know, our, our student athletes, you know, are probably the, the primary reason, not probably, but they, they are the primary reason why, why, you know, I think people are, are interested in, in this job. And when you think about the transfer portal, Matt, there's uh, a magical date of July 1 for our spring sports. And so um, you have to put your name in the, in the portal by, by July 1. If, if you don't, then you can't transfer and play right away, uh, assuming that you haven't transferred uh, before. And so that's a, that's a key date. And uh, certainly, you know, we would, we would obviously like to make sure that, that, that we've onboarded a, a new coach, um, you know, at least with, with days, you know, uh, prior to that, uh, you know, there, there are some, some current student athletes on our, on our baseball roster that, that have decided to go into the portal. And I think that's, that's, you know, probably out of, out of protection for them, for themselves. Um, doesn't mean that they can't, can't get back out of it. And, uh, and I think those, I'm not going to say every one of them, but, but I think a majority of them will, will, uh, have the desire to, to, uh, to, to meet with the, with, with the, with the new coach. Now, you know, the longer we, we take probably the, the less likely that that, that that happens, but, uh, we're not going to compromise, you know, getting the right person, um, uh, in, in, in terms of, you know, trying to hurry it. But, but again, as we all know, uh, the more time in terms of uncertainty, uh, the harder it is, and, and particularly on, on student-athletes. We've got to navigate, you know, the NCAA regionals, um, as you would expect. We've, we've got, you know, we've got some, some people that, you know, we, we've targeted to, to be candidates. Not saying that they will be or they will want to be, but we certainly have targeted, uh, you know, some that, that are participating in, in regionals, you know, this you know, today, tomorrow, you know, Sunday. And, and, uh, and so that's, that makes it a little bit, you know, challenging, but, uh, we'll get through it. We'll do it as, as, uh, as, as quick as we, as we possibly can with, without, without compromising quality. Hey, boy, college baseball is a fascinating process now, isn't it? I mean, there's, a, there seems to be an arms race out there. Uh, Arkansas spent like twenty-seven million on a on a player development center. I, I there seems to be so much excitement around it. When you look at your facilities, Baylor Ballpark still gorgeous. I remember when there wasn't even a press box, and we had foul balls coming back at us up there. Uh, it, it's 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 held up well. It's still a great place. Is when you think of your facilities baseball wise you got all this going on uh basketball the football operations center what do you think like these coaches and others will think about the 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 facilities and and do you think in your mind do you always think in terms of okay what's next what's what's the next thing we need to do and can you even share that with us like the next thing you would like to do in terms of you know, expanding or doing anything to your baseball facilities. Yeah, and, and so it's you know I appreciate the question, and um, you know we we talk a lot about about facilities, and and you you've got you know major projects, and 
you know, for, for us, those are, you know, projects, uh, a million dollars and, and, and north of that. And, and then you've got, you know, projects that, um, that, that are less than, than, than a million numbers and a uh, million dollars. And, you know, we've been pretty aggressive with all of our different sport programs and, uh, you know, always, always trying to do, do something. Uh, and, and that includes, that includes baseball. Um, obviously the, the two signature projects that, that took priority were, were the pavilion and, uh, and the football development center and, you know, consequential to, to those two, right. Then basketball's, you know, both programs moving out of the, 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 the Farrell center and how do we, we renovate to, to accommodate, you know, both volleyball and, and acrobatics and tumbling. And, and then, you know, how do we, how do we reconfigure the, the Simpson center with, with, with football. So those, those four things really, those four projects really, really go together. But, but then you, you look at next major project and, and I'm not saying there, there aren't others, but you know, you, you look at our master sheet and, and there's the, the, the idea of a, of a new clubhouse for baseball. And uh, you know, if, if I'm a, if I'm a, a head coach or I'm a, an, an assistant coach and I'm interested in the, in the Baylor baseball job, I, I'm I'm going to want to have a conversation with 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 the athletic director in terms of is there an openness is there is there a vision um, in in terms of you know um, continuing to to improve facilities and 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 maybe even a a signature a signature you know uh, project. And, you know, quite frankly, there, there is now there's a lot that goes into it, right? We got to go raise money and, and all of those things. But, um, you know, uh, I certainly, uh, you know, envision us, um, in investing in investing in baseball. Can you get some mock-ups ready to be, sh- to, uh, show the, the, uh, prospective <laughs> candidates <laughs> what the clubhouse is going to look like? I've got my box of 64 crayons, so I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready to go, but you know, that that's absolutely, that's going to be part of the conversation. And, uh, you know, we, uh, we're, uh, you know, we're gonna, we're, we're gonna, you know, need to find somebody that, that has appreciation for what, you know, Baylor baseball, uh, can be, become uh somebody that that has an appreciation for what baylor baseball has been but but also what it what it can become um you know if if somebody is is you know looking for you know um a program that's that's plug and play and it's got every bells and you know or all the bells and whistles um you know i'm going to be frank and, and candid that's that's probably not us so um, we don't have a $27 million, you know, uh, clubhouse, et cetera. Doesn't mean that we won't in the, in the future, but, but we certainly don't, don't have it right now. Yeah. I just, I just wonder if, if, if baseball ever becomes almost like a revenue sport, it's, it's hard because you only have a certain amount of seats, but I, I, you know, some of these state schools now seem Mac to be viewing it. At, not as a non-revenue sport, a revenue sport, and I know it's a different animal with private schools and all of that. But it is, it is interesting because the TV, like right now, the College World Series, the TV ratings are going to be great, and everybody's excited about the regionals. So 
Uh, and I think I've seen you mention before that you would like the whatever the equivalency is now. Um, you'd like to be able to do more on these uh, scholarships. So uh, I I just think it's hard to even because Vandy and Stanford and maybe even Rice, we can't just say, well, Baylor's just like them in, in baseball because they go at things a whole different way. But I, I would think that's that's a difficult thing to uh, to navigate. But uh, I think, it, you know, it'll be interesting to see who you come up with because you're right, though, recruiting that private school player that seems to be just such a huge point of emphasis that somebody that has done that before is that is that pretty front and center in your mind um you know i i I think you know i I appreciate the question um it it, no i'm i'm not going to sit here and limit limit myself and 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 or limit ourselves to you know it's got to be somebody that that's been in the private private school space um, I, I think it's got to be be somebody, you know, first and foremost, that's got high intellect, humility, self-awareness, right? Uh, a propensity to, to to recruit at at a at a at a really really high level, really know and understand and appreciate the the, the talent pool with, within the the state of Texas, and and having a a plan to to attack that. And and again, I'm I'm not going to limit. It doesn't have to be necessarily somebody. From from state of Texas, Matt Rule had had never recruited in in the state of Texas, but he had a plan on 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 how to how to attack it, and um, and so we're we're going to be we're going to be open, right? We're gonna you 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 hire the right person, um, they're going to figure figure all of that out, and uh, with with help by 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 our administration, and so um, you know that's that's going to be the the opportunity and. And the and the fun fun challenge and um, you know I, I think there's some uniqueness to Baylor the the the, the Christian mission and our culture that um, you know it it allows us to to compete at a at a really really high level with with not you know maybe not necessarily um, you know the the resources throughout this this athletics program when you compare our budget versus you know, some, some others with, within the state of state of Texas, let alone just, just nationally. But, uh, I feel good about, um, where, where, uh, where we are in terms of the, the search process. And, and I certainly feel good about, about the future of, of baseball. All right. Well, it's going to be fun. And, and the news broke today that a big 12 commissioner, uh, Texas tech president said they're hoping by the media days, 13th and 14th of July to have a new Big 12 commissioner in place. And, uh, Mac, that was very exciting news, which must mean they're starting to kind of uh, narrow things down. Um, is what When you think about that next commissioner, that's going to be such a fascinating process. Um, how What do you think is going to be the, like the, 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 the most important attributes in who uh, who succeeds uh, uh, Bob Bowlesby as the new Big Twelve commissioner? Yeah, um, and you know it's it's such an interesting time right now in 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 college athletics, and I and I think that's why it, it makes this it makes this uh, this this hire even even more in, intriguing. And so I I think it's 
I think because of everything that's going on when we think about, you know, transformation committee and, and, and the things that, that, that they're focused on, right. This, this idea of, of, you know, modern modernization of, of rules and, and fair regulation of transfers and, you know, achieving fair and timely outcomes in the infractions process, and then taking a fresh look at division one membership standards. You know, I, I just think it's, it's going to be, be hard for somebody that, that, you know, has, you know, no experience when, when you think about, when you think about college, college athletics. Now, again, that, that's not to say that there isn't this one or two special, special people uh, or person out there that, because of their leadership skills, can can over overcome it. But um, you know, somebody that that has some knowledge, I, I think is is gonna is is gonna have an an advantage um, because they're gonna they're gonna have to hit hit the ground running. You you've got you've got the NCAA stuff, and and Matt, what what I think makes this, you know. Um, really interesting is, you know, we, we may get to a point in place here in the next, you know, year to, to two years where a lot of the stuff that, that the, the NCAA regulates that it's, that it's pushed down to, to the conferences. Um, and, and, you know, how now, now all of a sudden that, that puts more, more, uh, more more pressure you know on on the conference to be able to to create infrastructure organize themselves and and be able to operate if if they have to handle uh more of more of those things that that were you know initially or or had been been hired at the the ncaa level and then you've got you know the tv contract and you know i certainly don't think we 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 have to hire somebody that's that's an expert in in the tv but i i think they've got to have a a, a great sense of it and for it and uh or they've got to be really really smart in terms of surrounding themselves and hiring the right consultant to to help navigate and um and and work work through that so um we need somebody aggressive we we need we need somebody that's that's creative and 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 innovative and and somebody that really has a passion and belief that that the Big Twelve is a is a great conference and um, can can st- stand tall amongst amongst the other other four and um, you know I, I left our Big Twelve meetings um, more excited than than I've ever been about about the uh, the, the 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 Big Twelve and and uh, and the four new members coming on and you know I I think we've got we've got great great potential and. Um, and uh, we we've got a, a a bright bright future. Yeah, well, and I know there were some observers there, so that had to be exciting to uh, to uh, be with them. Well, I'm glad. By the way, we already talked about your extension. How cool was it that uh, uh, President Livingstone? You guys have such an incredible re- relationship that she now has an extension. Both of y'all's names have come up attached to some of these big jobs: uh, NCAA president, the the eight, you know, the uh, Big Twelve commissioner. And what you were just describing, though, Mac, they may pay all the money in the world, but I don't know if I would want to do that. <laughs> That's a lot. The, you're right, though. It, it's changed even in the past six months. The, the you know the job than you would have thought it would have been six months ago. 
Uh, and and so it's uh, these things are changing by the time. But uh, all that to say, it's pretty cool that uh, that both of y'all were uh, extended around the same time. And and uh, uh, I think uh, I think you and President Livingstone are are uh, a good match. And and hopefully you'll keep doing your thing right into the 2030s. Well, I, I know that a lot of people were excited about about her extension, and uh, I would. I would like to think that that I was, you know, other than than maybe Brad and Shelby and and uh, and Mima, uh, Dr. Livingstone's mom, and and maybe some other family members that that uh, I was close to the top of the the list in terms of being excited um, that that she was extended. So it's it's great for for Baylor University. Man, I, I had not really thought about having Mima on the radio at some point, Mac. Now you've given me a, a new idea. <laughs> I, uh, I I do my best. Hey, I appreciate it, and uh, uh, thanks for taking the time, and good luck. I was just so happy you could come on because usually on these searches you go in the bunker, and uh, you are a hard man to reach. So I will I will know now that I won't hear from you probably until a decision is made. Uh, so so good luck is what I'll say. Well, thank you very much, and we will uh, we'll be sure to connect on on the other other side of the search. So, all right, appreciate you having me on, Matt. You bet, it was fun. Mac Rhodes, Baylor's director of athletics, on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Okay, we got some big time high school baseball that's about to uh, take place right here on our air, and we'll go out to Baylor Ballpark and get you kind of ready for tonight's game. That's next. Your weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered Texans policies for their personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs. Check them out at nitschegroup.com. With the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency, Texans can go to one company and get access to insurance coverage options from many carriers. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. It'll be partly cloudy tonight. We drop to 70 and tomorrow. Again, a mix of sun and clouds with a 20% chance of a passing shower. Otherwise, it'll be hot and humid with a high of 94. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. Looking for something other than a tie this year for your gift to dad? Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond has received a new shipment of -of one-of-a-kind novelty gift items. Perfect for his man cave. They also have metal signs for inside and outside the home or office. And there is no better place to buy guns or unique rustic furniture for home or his office. It's the world's greatest Western store. Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. 
Elevate your career with a new job at Versalift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. Versalift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco, to apply. The Voice of the Bears, John Morris, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. For most of the people that walk in our store, it's been an ongoing, nonstop issue. They're searching, they're, they're grasping at straws because they've been trying other products and they've bought something that they thought was going to help solve their problem, and it didn't. You're listening to Beth, an art support specialist at the Goodfeet store. A client came into my store last year that has had plantar fasciitis for 30 years. He literally walked in with a handful of products and said, this is what I've been wearing. I looked at him, I said, are you kidding me? I've been here for 14, where have you been? For over 20 years, we've been helping people live the life they love without letting their feet get in the way. I'm just sad that he spent so many years with so much discomfort. I helped relieve a problem that's plagued him for 30 years. I mean, how do you not go home and talk about that? See what we can do for you with a free personalized arch support fitting at the Goodfeet store. Goodfeet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. Game one of the NBA Finals had Boston with a big fourth quarter comeback, a 17-0 run to beat Golden State 120-108. Game two of the finals coming Sunday night at 7 o'clock. NCAA Regionals gets underway today with all five teams of the Big 12 in action. Oklahoma versus Liberty in Gainesville. Air Force in Texas in Austin. Texas Tech in Notre Dame in Statesboro. Oklahoma State in Missouri State in Stillwater. And TCU in Louisiana Lafayette in College Station. Down to Spring takes game one of their series with Carstridge in eight innings, three to two. Game two this afternoon. Game three to follow with a doubleheader if necessary. Game one of the series with Bosqueville and Valley Mills went to the Eagles eight to four. Game two of that series tonight from Baylor Ballpark, and you can hear that game with Tom Barfield and Lark Smith on ESPN Central Texas starting at seven o'clock. Sports Center every twenty minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley show on a Friday, getting you ready for some baseball at Baylor Ballpark. We go to the ballpark right now, and our own Tom Barfield, you hear him every morning on game time, 7 a.m. to 9 every single, uh, well, Monday through Friday. And Tom is in position to call game two of this huge regional final. I mean, we got. Uh, this is this is the big stuff in Valley Mills and Bosqueville. Tom, how are things out there, and um, uh, what are you uh, what are you kind of expecting this evening? And what was that crowd like, by the way, last night? 
It was a it was a nice crowd. Uh, they had a really nice crowd last night. I suspect tonight may be bigger because you know obviously it's a weekend. It's a Friday night and people can get out and sleep in tomorrow. So uh, I'm hoping that uh, tonight's even bigger. But uh, we had a great crowd last night and uh, it, it was kind of an electric atmosphere here in the ballpark and it was fun. It was fun uh, and uh, Valley Mills played really really well and uh, com- came away with the W. So. You know, tonight it's uh, both teams are doing something very different. Uh, Bosqueville's playing to keep their season alive and, and, and play for Saturday, and Valley Mills is playing for the right to go to, to the state tournament uh, next uh, Wednesday in uh, in Round Rock. All right, and in terms of uh, uh, you know the the pitching matchup, what are we what are you kind of looking for tonight? We had Curtis Quillen on, and he was kind of uh, kind of letting us know what he thought was going to happen tonight. But I mean, obviously that that thing it seemed like last night I was kind of following along, following some different updates, and checking on on you and Lark. It just seemed like for for Bosqueville, it was a little bit of a rough start. Uh, maybe even some. Uh, uh, shaky play in the field a little bit. What what kind of do you do you think you're going to see a team that kind of settles down? Because obviously this this team is uh, battle tested, and I, I think maybe I don't know maybe they'll be more focused this evening. Well, and, and I was that's why I was a little surprised about the start. You're right, second pitch of the ball game, they're trailing one to nothing uh, on a three base throwing error, uh, and so it was one to nothing Valley Mills after two pitches in the ball game. Uh, and this is a team that was that was in the state tournament a year ago. So yeah, uh, I was a little surprised that uh, they were. I, and, and I don't know. I, I I think just from my vantage point here in the press box, that yeah, they were a little uptight. They were a little jittery. So I suspect tonight they'll be a little more relaxed to to start the the ball game. And the team that you know has the younger club. Valley Mills, you thought maybe well they'll they'll be uptight, but they were they were loose. They were as relaxed and, and ready to go, and and you know and it showed. And they played well. Yeah, interesting because Bosqueville had the upper hand during the regular season. You never know what mm-hmm. might happen in, in this. And but like you say, if they get it back to even, then then there's no reason they can't go ahead and take care of business. But Tom, it's just got for a guy like you who grew up in the area. It's got to be so much fun to look out there see two local fan bases and know what's on the uh, what's on the agenda and then just overall what Crawford did the other night and then uh, China Spring is is doing their thing in that Carthage series I mean it's a I, I would say and, and of course we've had a lot going on other teams have just now been knocked out but this is a really I, I know every spring we probably say well uh, you know Central Texas is doing great but this feels uh, this feels particularly fun this spring with with what our local teams have done yeah we always have a great representation from central texas in the state tournament i mean we just do but to get there this year you for example crawford uh in softball they had to circle back around and play axtel so it was two local teams playing it uh, just across the the facility here at the turner riverfront athletic complex at uh, at, at getterman stadium and that was a Saturday, and, you know, the house was packed, and, and uh, Crawford comes out of there with, I think, a one-run win, and they go on to to, to Austin and, and win the state tournament. Same thing here tonight. You got Bosqueville and Valley Mills in the same district circling back around to play each other. You mentioned China Spring. Jesse Lopez's team got a great win last night, and they are off and running again this afternoon. They just got underway about 30 minutes ago uh, in Prosper, and they're going to play – a potential doubleheader uh, 
with with uh, with Carthage if necessary. If Carthage happens to win game two, then they'll turn around and take a quick 20, 30-minute break and then play game three. Uh, and the other team that you know that uh, you got to tip your hat to is the Abbott Panthers. Uh, they're making yet another trip to uh, to Austin. They've already qualified for the state tournament. They'll be in Round Rock, actually, for the 1A state title. So we we wish Kyle Crawford and his bunch uh, the very best. So, yeah, we have, we have some local teams, and we always seem to have a great representation in uh, in Austin and in, and in Round Rock. I was uh, watching that Franklin game the other night. With oh. you know that was like ten, got to ten ten, and then I think it ended up being fourteen to ten. They were trailing ten seven, scored three runs. I mean that's that was uh, that was some exciting stuff as well. How is uh, how's Lark functioning after arriving home from Colorado? Does he look rested? Has he had plenty of energy? Well, he looks like he he's he just came off of a lake or a. Or, or, you know, he looks like he's just been fishing. He just looks like a guy's been fishing all day. So, I, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes for him. But, uh, yeah, and he should join us again tonight and uh, okay. kind of hang out with us. I was just, if he was around, I wanted him to read some of these scores out there across college baseball. I, well, I like he, he, he hasn't had practice at it in a while. <laughs> oh, you think he might be a little rusty? Yeah, he might. Um, so, you know, yeah, he, yeah, he, he may uh, stumble through it. Make him tonight if he does show up, uh, and I think he he will. He's a good wingman. Have him, you know, when when there's a little downtime, which there's not much, but have him give some scores from either around the state, you know, or some of these college baseball scores. Right, because people yeah. love hearing that from Lark Smith. It is uh, Tom Barfield on with us uh, on a uh, on a Friday, getting you ready for Bosqueville Valley Mills out there at Baylor Ballpark. Now, Tom, I don't know if you got to listen. I just uh, had Mac Rhodes on, and, and uh, interesting, something we were talking about sparked one question. We were talking about the facilities did, did Mac the other say, day. Did, did Mac say hi to me or anything? Or He did say to send his best to you. And, okay. and, uh, and, and one of the things that we were talking about was uh, facilities, because yeah. you're out there at the Baylor Ballpark. That place yeah. uh, looks great, still holds it up does. extremely well. Absolutely. But I, I, I found it interesting that he did shed a little light uh, on mm-hmm. – what they may be doing in the future, which let is me guess, a, can I guess? Can I guess? Ahead. Indoor, yes. an indoor? No, he it wasn't he an indoor. He didn't go with the indoor. They the next um, on the master list mm-hmm. of projects. Yeah, a new clubhouse. That that's a nice. new clubhouse for Baylor baseball. I don't know how much one of those costs or whatever, but I think that is in the queue, as we say, because you've got the pavilion going on. I mean that's a huge project, and right. you got the Fudge Football Operations Center. But Correct. I think he understands that this next coach, you know, coaches love seeing dirt being moved around. I mean, even over, you know, at MCC, what is Mitch doing? Mitch is over there always improving things and oh, getting the facilities. You know, he wants to do this upgrades, all that kind of stuff. It's the same thing. Uh, so I, I think I think he knows that the people they interview will have questions. Hey, what right. are you going to do? What's right. next? You know, all that kind of stuff. So, um, this, you know, Tom, this is just a, it's fascinating to me because I think Baylor, we know what we want to be in football, the Bears. Uh, you know what you are in, in, um, in, in men's and women's basketball. I, I, think, I think, and you were very close to this Baylor baseball program for a lot of years calling those games. I think it's interesting because – I think they're going to have to determine, especially with this hire, what they want to be as a baseball program. 
and and what what is the top end of that? And Tom, I think I, 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 in our minds, I think we saw it in that Steve Smith era. What 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 was a really really strong era, and I think they would love to get back to that. Uh, but again, you have to decide. Okay, who's the right person, and what kind of commitment can we make to this? But I, I do think those crowds this year. And, and some of that, it just wasn't up to snuff. And they need to get that place, ex, you know, excited again. And the thing about it is this is, and I know that, you know, Oklahoma State got a brand-new facility, and there's a lot of people who have done, you know, major updates to, to their programs. But I will tell you this, and, and I've said this a million times, I've been all over the country covering college baseball. There's not many places where you have a better view of a ball game and a more scenic view and on a spring night than this ballpark. This is and always has been since they built the ballpark, since they took it from Farrell Field, you know, down the street and and, uh, and turned it into to Baylor Ballpark. This is a great place. I mean, a great place. And, uh, and you know, quite frankly, you can win here. There's no – because I've seen it uh, up close and personal, as you mentioned. You can win here and you can win at a high level here. And, and I don't think, you know – and I'm not tooting his horn to be tooting his horn, but I don't think Mac Rhodes is going to go about this any other way than 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 the way he knows how to do things, and that's that's to the very nth degree. He is going to go find the very best candidate, and the expectation is going to be to win and win at a high level. Yeah, and we'll see. I mean, you know, we we both, we all have names. Mitch's name comes up, Dan mm-hmm. Heefner at Dallas Baptist. Uh, we all have names that come up in our minds immediately, but we also know about Mac. He doesn't always hire the, 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 <laughs> the, the, the initial person you think of. So uh, it won't shock us if he ends up going a different direction, even than what we're thinking about. Tom, have a great call. Give will, my pal thanks. Lark uh, uh, a big hearty hello and hug for me. And um, I will uh, I will talk to you soon. Thanks for jumping on with us. You bet. Have a great day. There he goes, Tom Barfield, program director and host of Game Time, seven to nine every morning. Uh, the dismount is next. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor athletics. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. 
With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Niche Group Insurance Agency. With the Niche Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Niche Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Niche Group at 1-800-258-8302. This is ESPN Central Texas. In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a Q&A style format helping to break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kalea with the Kalea Wealth Management Group. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on our website or Spotify. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Looking for something other than a tie this year for your gift to dad? Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pawn has received a new shipment of one-of-a-kind novelty gift items, perfect for his man cave. They also have metal signs for inside and outside the home or office. And there is no better place to buy guns or unique rustic furniture for home or his office. It's the world's greatest Western store. Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. Hi, this is Brian Reese, General Manager of Harley-Davidson of Waco again, inviting everyone to come see us. Spring is here, and it's time to get your knees in the breeze. All new 2021 bikes are on sale. We have 2022 models arriving daily with over 150 bikes to choose from and a huge selection of certified pre-owned Harleys as well. Harley-Davidson of Waco, located off of I-35 South and New Road, Harley-Davidson of Waco, where you'll never ride alone. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. Game one of the NBA Finals had Boston with a big fourth quarter comeback, a 17-0 run to beat Golden State 120-108. Game two of the finals coming Sunday night at 7 o'clock. NCAA Regionals gets underway today with all five teams of the Big 12 in action. Oklahoma versus Liberty in Gainesville. Air Force in Texas in Austin. Texas Tech in Notre Dame in Statesboro. Oklahoma State in Missouri State in Stillwater. And TCU in Louisiana Lafayette in College Station. Dinah Spring takes game one of their series Carthage in eight innings, three to two. Game two this afternoon. Game three to follow with a doubleheader if necessary. Game one of the series with Bosqueville and Valley Mills went to the Eagles eight to four. Game two of that series tonight from Baylor Ballpark, and you can hear that game with Tom Barfield and Lark Smith on ESPN Central Texas starting at seven o'clock. Sports Center every twenty minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is the dismount. We got to say good night to you. Uh, unbelievable NBA Finals last night with what Boston did. Looked like Golden State just threw one of those uh, typical haymakers at Boston in the third quarter. Steph came out with a 21-point first quarter, was dropping everything in. Everybody was commenting on the fact that he was likely going to be the uh, finals MVP and Boston fought back and they did it in such a dramatic way. I mean, I, you kept thinking that Golden State was going to was going to you know stop this and they couldn't do it. 
Boston turned up the defensive pressure, and then they knocked every three down in sight. And they, they basically beat the uh, Warriors at their own game. And Al Horford, I mean, all these people, Aaron, were like making more threes than they ever had in their career. You think Al Horford has a bunch of six-for-eight three-point games in his career? Derek White, I think, went maybe five for six. I know he hit five three-pointers. They were knocking down everything. Marcus Smart was knocking down huge shots. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, of course. Tatum, maybe the biggest superstar, didn't show up to play. I mean, he couldn't hit anything. And the Celtics still won. Now, I say that. Tatum ends up with 13 assists, and he did kind of – he was able to kind of initiate a lot of that offense, but we'll uh, we'll continue to monitor the NBA Finals. And uh, as we get ready to wrap up, really good conversation with Mac Rhodes. And uh, I thought that was interesting what he said about the, uh, the the players going in the portal, that they're just sort of doing that to protect themselves and uh, seems to have an understanding of it. And I think he has a great plan in place. And we'll see him in a few weeks with a new baseball coach. Everybody have a great weekend. Listen to Tom and Lark on the call tonight for baseball playoffs. That is all next. This is the Big 12 Buzz, a daily look inside Big 12 athletics. Here again is the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time to check a Big 12 athletics on today's Spectrum Big 12 Buzz. Coming up, we'll hear part of a conversation from game time recently with Shehan J. Raja, who's a Baylor grad and writes for CBS.